and welcome to Women in Retail Talks, the podcast where C-suite executive women in the retail space share their stories of professional growth, leadership development, personal journeys, and more. I'm Melissa Caffinelli, the co-founder of Women in Retail Leadership Circle, a membership-based community of executive women at leading retailers and brands. Joining me today is Beth Gerstein, co-founder and CEO of Brilliant Earth, a socially responsible diamond jewelry company. She was also featured as one of our top women in retail in 2022. In today's episode, we'll hear all about Beth's career journey, why she founded Brilliant Earth, her leadership style, and what she's most looking forward to as we round out 2022. Thanks so much for joining us today, Beth. Thanks, Melissa. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm a big fan of your company and yours, and I know we met a few years ago uh, when you spoke at one of our events in San Francisco, so it's great to reconnect. Absolutely. Um, So I'm just going to jump in. I I know our, our... our group is probably really interested to hear a little bit about your career journey. So why don't we start there and sort of why you started Brilliant Earth? So originally I was an electrical engineer. So I used wow. to do satellite communication. So so pretty far from retail. And I knew that I wanted to have a positive impact on the world and that I wanted to create my own company. So I ended up going to business school and that's where I met my co-founder, He was actually doing a business plan around creating an an ethical segment within jewelry, which made a lot of sense because there's a lot of social and environmental issues behind the diamond mining industry, and it's such an emotional purchase. So it it was just such an important, I think, discovery to to find out that there's a, a consumer that really cares about where their diamond comes from. And he was talking to me about, you know, his approach, which was also thinking about how do we reinvent this very old category. And for me, it was something that immediately resonated because it was so important for me to buy a a diamond ring that was consistent with my values. And I just had such a hard time whenever I would visit different jewelry stores. It just was a very opaque process. So anyways, we um, decided that we would bootstrap the company. We started Brilliant Earth out of my apartment in 2003. So, you know, a, a number of, of years ago now, I'm sorry, 2005, excuse me. And, you know, from there, we've just been growing the business steadily every year. That is so exciting. And I mean, today, as we know, Brilliant Earth is, you know, you guys are like an unmitigated success. You're a publicly traded company. You're well-known in the jewelry industry. I mean, what, what, what are some of your secrets to success? I think that, you know, I, I wish there was a magic bullet you know, at the end of the day, I think that there's a lot of hard work and just perseverance as as kind of the number one trait for any entrepreneur. I think people and culture are critical and aligning on what's really important for you to succeed as a company. Like there were, I think a few aspects, we're very data-driven, we're capital efficient. So we're very asset light, which helped us. We didn't have to raise a lot of money a lot of our inventories make to order. So a lot of those were, I think, very important. We're very brand centric. So from the beginning, we were thinking about what is the customer looking for? How do we provide that experience? So it's about prioritizing, I think, and having the right team to deliver on specific vision. And I think the mission for us was critical. We're mission-minded, we're a purpose-driven company. The whole team aligns around sustainability and transparency and inclusivity. And it's important for our customers. It's important for our team. And, you know, I, I think it's been critical to our success. 
Yeah, that's a, that's so fantastic. And that is such so important, the transparency. Um, a lot of that stuff comes up for, with a lot of uh, leaders that we interview, how important that is. So let's talk a little bit more about you as a leader. I mean, you kind of just did, but how would you describe your leadership style? And I would love to know how it's changed, if it has, since Brilliant Earth became a public company. Um, I would say going public for us. We went public last September, which was really exciting. Um, it was more of an evolution of the company than a revolution. I think that's just because we've run the company in a pretty disciplined way. We've you know, always targeted profitable growth. That's always been important to us. And I think that as a public company, like that's even more important and delivering on what you said you were gonna do is critical. So having a, a, a key, key initiatives that you're aiming for and really working towards that. So all of that, I think, was part of the inherent DNA of the company. So I wouldn't say a ton has changed there. Um, you know, certainly we're spending more time just cultivating our investor base, which I think is is great just to get our word out. I think, you know, we are the premier brand for millennial and Gen Z, but a lot of investors are a little bit older than that. So it's just education um, in terms of, of who we are. Um, in terms of leadership style, just kind of going back to your earlier question, I, I think it's really about alignment with our culture. So for me, it's about creating a high accountability, high ownership organization where there's a strong commitment to our mission, a strong commitment to our customer. We're very data-driven. So there's a, a bias toward action. There's a culture of testing and learning. And so for me, it's about encouraging my leaders to be able to you know, make all of the decisions and, and in, in the spirit of, of the vision of the company. So having that alignment, I think, is, is really key. And then partnership and positivity is incredibly important for our company. You know, it, there's a lot of complexities around our supply chain, around how we think about the experience. And so making sure that there's alignment there and, and that everyone is really coming to the table with their best self, that's really important. Wow, it sounds like you have a great culture, but how do you like hire for, or how do, what do you look for when hiring a team member? I'm sure there's, I'm sure you have a great team and, and you're, and they're growing and they're great leaders, but are there certain things that you look for just to make sure that they are going to be the right fit or you're going to, they're going to work well in your, in your culture? Well, we always think about culture ads and diversity and inclusion is a really important aspect of the company. So we're thinking about how everyone can just you know, be able to contribute to the growth and success of our company. We want to make sure that there's alignment with those other goals that I was talking about as it relates to partnership and positivity. Like we, we don't want to hire people who are going to be challenging to work with. And, and quite the contrary, we want people who you're going to love coming to work with every day. And actually like one of the, the top things that our team says, their favorite thing is the team. And so that to me is like true success because we spend so much of our time at work. I want to make sure that everyone is, is really excited about the people that they're working with. We want to make sure people are ambitious. We are very ambitious as a company in terms of accomplishing our goals. And so making sure like people are excited to learn that to me is, is crucial. Like embracing growth and change is another one of our pillars. So it's important for people to be excited by that dynamic environment you know, not everyone is. So screening for that is really important. Definitely. Um, you know, I love the culture of 
testing and learning and not being afraid to fail. You know, if you make a mistake, it's more important to be curious and try new things. I think, um, I think that is really important. So let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, we speak to our members a lot and well-being and mental health is such an important topic right now for a lot of, a lot of folks. I mean, it's important for, for, for our leaders, it's important for their employees. So can you talk a little bit about what you do to make sure that your employees are feeling healthy and safe? And then maybe what you do uh, as a leader to stay mentally and physically uh, you know, balanced. I completely agree. This is of critical importance, especially you know, a lot of our team members are earlier in their career and it's been a challenging several years. And so prioritizing mental health, well-being is I think essential. And our um, HR team has really been laser focused. We actually have a, a branded program around it. Like a true retailer, we've created a brand around it. And it just, I think, emphasizes some of the um, offerings that we have to our employee base. So we do regular like 15 minute physical workouts, for example, that everyone can, can join um, via Zoom. We do guest speakers that talk on, on different types of topics as it relates to community, or body, or mind, or life. So all of those are kind of different ways that we approach employee well-being. We provide employee assistance. We work with a, a program called Ginger to make sure that there's 24-7 counseling support. So it's really, I think, about providing additional support when our employees need it, and then making sure that you know we're, we're constantly doing pulse checks with our team uh, to make sure that, that they're having a great experience. For me personally, you know, I, I would say I have a pretty structured um, schedule, which helps me a lot. So, you know, I have a structured time in the morning to run, to walk my dog. I love taking my kids to school. It's just like my time to connect with them. And so I, I just make sure to prioritize some of those aspects in my schedule, you know, try and get the right sleep. Like all of that to me is like, how do you create a, a real schedule where you know that you're able to fit in what's most important? Definitely having a schedule that you could follow. I'm sure it's helpful with how busy you must be. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the branded program that you have? Is it does it have a name, and um, is it something that the employees like subscribe to? Or it's called Be Brilliant, Be Well. So be like Brilliant Earth. Um, and you know we're regularly sending newsletters. We're we're regularly engaging our employee base. We do competitions you know, and things like visiting national parks, uh, encouraging volunteer hours. So we're just really trying to encourage a community and a support system for our team. That's awesome. I love that. I'm going to skip ahead to mentorship. Um, mentorship is another huge issue for our listeners and our, our members. Can you talk a little bit about a mentor that you've had and how he or she helped you? And then also, do you do any mentoring now? So I would say that my approach and what's worked for me personally is to depend on a network of people versus any one particular person. I mean, certainly I think in my career, I've had like previous managers that have really supported me and helped guide me in my career. But even, you know, having gone to business school, like there were so many amazing women in my class and I'm still talking to them and discussing, you know, some of the, the issues that I have and just having, I think, different people for different problems has been really helpful. Like we have a really great board at my company. And so I'm, I'm able to, I think, 
use our, our board members really strategically. And that's been very helpful for me personally as well. So it's about kind of pulling different people where I can. Um, and I would, I would just say the same, like I'm always available. Like I I'm regularly talking to different people and wanting to support females in, you know, whatever they're trying to pursue. And I think there's a lot of exciting opportunities now. And I think that there's, you know, a, a lot to support. So that that's more my approach versus like having a more, I think, structured mentorship, which to me, like sometimes it's more effective than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, we hear, we hear that a lot. It's, it's nothing formal, but it's just having someone you can call if you have an issue or a problem and, you know, working through it with them. And then also being able to help, as you said, you know, others, I mean, that is exciting. Um, I think as, you know, as a, as a female that you're able to help maybe lift other women and help them grow in their careers. So that's kind of what we're hearing as well. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. We only have time for one more question. So um, what are you looking forward to most um, as the year rolls roll to the end? I mean, personally and professionally. I think one of the things that's exciting is we're kind of in a new phase of living for everybody. So, you know, this summer I was finally able to travel internationally with my kids and my family. And I just feel like everything's kind of opening up. There's so much more like in-person gathering, like just some of, I think the heaviness of the past few years is cleared. And that's, I think, amazing. Like, I love the idea of being able to travel more, whether it's professionally or personally, like going into the office, seeing our team, all of that just feels like we're in a different phase and it's really energizing to me personally. Definitely. Well, I think that's probably all we have time for today, Beth, but it was so great to catch up with you again. And um, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your ideas. And we're so thrilled that you joined us on the podcast today. So have a great rest of the day and hope to see you soon. Thanks so much, Melissa. It's been great being here. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please go to womeninretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Women in Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review our show. Lastly, if you're a female retail leader interested in joining our community at Women in Retail Leadership Circle, visit womeninretail.com slash apply. Thanks, and until next time, This has been Women in Retail Talks.